Welcome to the Sunday Times Politics Weekly, where we unpack the big political stories of the week. My name is Mike Siluma. Our leading top stories this week are the ANC's cash crisis, its origins we will be looking at, and the political effect thereof. Secondly, we will be looking at the politics of the KZN so-called diamond rock, where people are digging in search of apparent instant riches. This aircon is racist. I've never ever been a spy. Can the VBS bank uh, loot? The problem is that pinky. I'll never subject myself to whiteness. I'm listening. Can you have consistency, Honorable Chair? Corruption was an Olympic sport. They will always win gold. This is not a shape. Can you please come in? Let's welcome our guest this week now, Sbonga uh, Gongeshoba, who's the Sunday Times politics editor, a regular guest uh, on the podcast, as well as uh, Oren Singh, uh, who is a Sunday Times reporter based in Devon. He's been keeping an eye on the Diamond Rush uh, story. Shall we start with the, the ANC, uh, Shoba? They, wh- why are they having money problems? Uh, thank you so much, Pramik, for, for for inviting me once again. So this week, uh, ANC workers marched to to loot the house and, and and other provincial offices um, uh, around the issue of late uh, payment of salaries um, and there are other uh, issues related to their work environment. But the, the main issue is really about the salaries. And um, Jessica Duarte, when she when she went out to to accept the memorandum. She spoke about the, the financial challenges as a result of 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 our economy. Uh, our economy has not been performing well, and and she says it's one of the reasons. But she also brings uh, the issue of um, of the political party funding act, um, which is an issue that does not only affect the ANC; it affects all all political parties. And um, the ANC is saying, Pramik, um, since this uh, act. Came into effect, um, their funders uh, are, are, are really um, uh, not coming forward, and um, that is why then uh, they are running out of cash. Because the new act uh, makes it clear that funders uh, must be disclosed. Um, uh, so if someone comes to the rescue of the ANC tomorrow, when he can't pay salaries and, and pledges uh, 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 ten million rands. That that funder would have to be known by the public. They they have to declare who gave them um, uh, uh, those millions. So the issue now is is, is that uh, the people who actually uh, uh, fund the political parties, most of them don't want to be known, and 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 and, and that is why they are now reluctant to actually fund uh, political parties. Just for, for to, to to be sure. The, the 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 act does not does not prevent political parties from getting money. It, it is not saying they shouldn't get money. It just says they must declare anything above a hundred thousand. Yes, it does not uh, prevent them from raising money, but it says that um, if someone uh, um, donates more than hundred thousand uh, to the political party um, uh, uh, per, per year, and that person must. Uh, uh, it must be known. They must declare who this person who donated such money to them. Which for them, the argument is that um, people are now reluctant to come out and, and, and assist them because you will find someone who will come. Uh, they made an example 
or for someone who will come and and provide sandwiches to NC meetings. Um, and that person may do it once a month or, or, tw- or twice a month. And that will ultimately amount to more than 100,000 rands if he does it that often. And they are saying that those are the people who also are now um, are staying away. The problem with that, Bramike, is, is, is that um, those you might find out that those people will actually uh, give money to the ANC also to do business with the state, as we have seen in the past. And, and, and then there comes that conflict of interest to say, but... The, 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 is the person buying the ANC to get work from the state, and 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 the, and that is why those people who actually donate to the ANC are saying they don't want to be known. But it's important for us to know them, Prime Mike, and and and, and it's, it might be a problem for the ANC and other political parties. But it's important for us to know who funds these political parties because those are the people who actually influence uh, whatever uh, decision. So we must know who funds the who funds the ANC. Uh, who funds the DA, so that we know if if they take a certain uh, policy direction, we know it's because of this person and we are, all, we are able to actually uh, oust them. Mm, mm. Because, you know, you know, to your point that if if I I have got money, presumably you are donating, um, I, I, I would be donating uh, because I'm, I'm supporting either my political party because that's what I, be, I believe in what what they stand for is what i believe in or maybe i might say look i i'm i'm donating to the political parties yes as, as the donors often do that they hedge their bets and give you know money to different parties you know i might say okay i'm donating to these parties because i'm supporting democracy so why mm. would i want to do it in in the dark in secret if if i'm you know that, that those are the reasons if if the reasons are not to manipulate and to and to control of course, Bramaik. So <laughs> you are right. Um, if someone is just donating out of the, the, the their love for democracy, why not? Or, or, or why why the secrecy? Um, um, so I, I think um, that this act has really assisted um, uh, South African citizens in, um, in, 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 in curbing that problem, in actually fighting that, 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 that problem of, uh, of people who find political parties because they have their ulterior motives. They want to push a certain agenda and they know that if they give money to this political party, this political party will pass resolutions and policies that will actually be in favor of their businesses or whatever personal interest that they have and 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 and, and, and it's a very good move by michael even if uh has um, has resulted in um in um in their situations for employees at lutuli house but it, it's good for our democracy that we actually uh um uh, demand that transparency in political party funding and, and 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 that the president has signed it into law and that is, is in place uh we can't ask for more it 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 it, it, it it's, it's it's a step in the right direction and another person then might, might say if if the these developments are allowed to run their course um might that not have a negative impact on the on the on the political life you know on on the body politic in other words on the ability of political parties to do what political parties do you know that because money seems to play such a big role in 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 politicking in in our country that if you don't have money essentially the poorer parties are the ones who who seem to be having difficulties put getting their message across and the richer parties seem to be the ones who are able to communicate more effectively buying adverts printing t-shirts and all of that kind of thing so if if the money dries out you know 
heaven forbid, the money starts to dry out for all the political parties. Might our democracy not be left uh, the worst off? No, Mike, it's all about how you manage your, your affairs of your political party, and especially your financial affairs. The ANC at Lutuli House has about 387 employees. Really, you don't need that. Um, 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 the ANC it, it has had it, it, it become what, what you call an employment agency of cadres who are out of jobs, who've been kicked out of government. They are all accommodated there. And and, and if the NC ran its affairs properly, like uh, 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 like some parties do, or I, I don't know how others run their parties, but the DA is a CEO who actually runs the the whole operation. And and if the if the ANC is able to do that, but like and say this is the our operation. This is how many people we need. There is really no need for the ANC to be paying salaries of, of uh, of provincial secretaries across across the, the 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 country. It must the provinces must be able to pay their their provincial secretaries. It it shouldn't really be the task of Lutu House to do that and their support staff and whoever else in, is there. There are, there's a lot of fat that needs to be cut in at, at Lutuli House and um and and, and 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 the ANC needs to needs to do that. And 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 Jesse did admit that the ANC needs to modernize as part of fixing whatever problem that is there. And she does say that uh, they, 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 they will have to cut. And they will not be the first party to do that, Bramaik. Um, If you remember last year, the DA actually retrenched employees, um, a, a lot of them, in fact, uh, because the DA, after the 2019 elections, had, had lost uh, support. As a result, they've lost the number of seats in parliament, which means their allocation from the IEC had shrunk. So the DA came to the point that, no, we can't uh, run this operation with this budget. We need to do something. And they did it. And, and, and there were complaints, as they are right now. And, and, and people have passed it. We, our focus is now with the ANC, where they are having similar, similar problems. One of, of, our, of our journalists who was doing the, the groundwork discovered that the ANC owed a lot of money um, to, to, to service providers. And it, 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 it also owed pension funds, it owed medical aid. So it, it, it's not properly run. There's no, there's no organization that is properly run that will be in areas with the pension funds and medical aid and have a, a huge tax bill. It, 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 it tells you that the ANC needs to um, manage its affairs properly, um, modernize, probably get a CEO to run the organization. Yeah, to basically professionalize their office. Yes, of course. And, and, and for now, it tells you that it's not professionalized. There are people who are supposed to have gone on, on, on pension 20 years ago, <laughs> but they are still there in, the, in, in at Lutuli House. What are they doing? No one knows. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, also, I, I, was, I, was, I was intrigued that they were saying that there may be people there who should, in, in, in other words, ghost workers. You know, and they were not sure how many or, you know, who those people are. They are only now investigating that, trying to find out, you know, who is uh, justifiably on the payroll or not. It tells you how badly the organization has been run. And um, and I, I, I feel sorry for, for employees who are hardworking employees who dedicated their 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 lives to working for the ANC they who pitch in every day because they are now affected by this situation. But let's hope 
because they are saying that they are conducting an audit that um it's it's a step in the right direction that they they are moving towards um professionalizing uh, operations they are putting together okay and i think that let's go to the next story uh you know the next big story of the week uh, the kz and diamond rush Oren, uh thanks for joining us the, the, just give us an idea of where this how how this whole rush arose uh, afternoon, Brian Mike, and uh, thanks for having me as a guest. Yeah, quite a crazy story coming out of KwaZulu-Natal this week. I, I don't know if you recall, Brian Mike, in 2018, we had something similar um, just south of Durban in an area called Harding, uh, where the local community had stab- uh, stumbled across gold at that time. And and then this weekend, we we social media was just flocked with images and videos of, of what people um, believe are diamonds. So, sir, Oren, so, so, sir, Oren, just to go back to that gold one, just to close it off. What was the outcome of mm. it, Bra Mike? To be honest with you, I've looked, I've looked at what the outcome was, and it doesn't seem as anyone has has followed up. What we do know is that the, the premier, um, who was Sishle Zikalale at the time, had clo- closed off that quarry um, because uh, what was happening was uh, local community members were injuring themselves by going in illegally and, and digging for what they deemed was gold. I, I haven't been able to see an update where we've been able to determine whether that was in fact gold or not. It's, it's quite interesting. Maybe we should go back to that story and try and get Yeah, but, but we didn't end up with a, with a new gold mine in Harding as a result of that. No, no, no. no. Um, as far as I'm concerned, there was there was nothing um, that arose from that. Yeah, and 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 now the 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 diamond rush. The diamond rush in in Kwaslati, uh, an area uh, probably about 80 kilometers out of Ladysmith. Um, we saw we saw a social media just exploding with video uh, visuals over the weekend, and um, we visited there on Tuesday, and uh, it, it was after delegation. Um, uh, comprised of government officials, which included um, economic development and tourism, um, the MEC De Ravi Palay, with, uh, together with the, 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 the mayor, and, and a whole bunch of officials from, uh, you know, the South African Diamonds and Precious Metals Regulator and Council of Geosciences. They led a delegation there on Tuesday to try and determine whether these stones are, in fact, diamonds. Now, just the amount of people that are there, uh, uh, um, is is ridiculous. Um, we'd be looking at a at a at a hilltop or hillside that is just covered in masses of people digging for for these diamonds. So obviously raising concerns, given that the time that we're in now with uh, this COVID nineteen pandemic, you know, government has raised concerns over that as well. You know, people not adhering to to social distancing, and it, it's quite difficult, I think, for for police to actually manage something like that. Yeah, give us an estimate. How many people are there? Is it hundreds, thousands? Uh, Mike, to be honest, just from the top of my head, I would have to say between anything between whew, three and 5,000 um, you're looking at. Um, you're looking at a hillside uh, that is quite large in in in, in diameter and um, and it's just filled with people, uh, with, with pitchforks, with spades. Some were just sticks. Uh, digging into the ground, and just below that hillside is a small ravine um, where you'll find a lot of the the the, the women going to um, with buckets filled with stones and washing off the stones to try and sift through the sand and all the muck to get to these uh, to these alleged diamonds. So, so yeah, a lot of people have flocked to this area. Uh, from what we know, it's it's majority of the people are from the immediate vicinity and surrounding the uh, Kwaslati area. 
but people from outside the area have also come in. And um, and the local Nkosi there, the Nkosi of the area has raised concerns about, you know, what happens if this turns out not to be diamonds? And we've just left with a community or an area that's just filled with holes. You know, he's raised concerns about livestock in the area and just these gaping holes um, on the land, um, which could pose a risk. And and what, what's the profile of the people digging there, Oren? From Mike, I think if we have to look at um, the majority of people are obviously unemployed. Um, that's the main thing. A lot of youth. Uh, that what that's what struck me the most when I went there with Sunday. A lot of youth. A lot of youth, uh, young people. Um, and you know, it comes back to what President Ramaphosa said yesterday in his youth day address. You know, just highlighting sixty-four percent of of our youth are unemployed in this country. And I think that, you know, that just opened our eyes when Sandile and I visited that area. The amount of young people who you would think would be in school or, you know, trying to get jobs, just, you know, digging for their lives, digging for livelihood um, with the hopes that something's going to come out of this. Um, right now, as it stands, Brahmaik, we don't know if these are diamonds or not. So I've been trying to... to get someone to look at a sample of these diamonds, but it's very difficult because it's illegal. If you do not have the paperwork or license to mine and dig these these stones from underneath the ground, no one will look at it. No one will touch it because it is illegal. So what you're having is is people that are not basically officiated or, or um, you know, proper diamond dealers that are now looking at these diamonds and wanting to buy them and stuff. But government have not yet told us if they're real. I did speak to a source within government who um, who told me off the record that these are not real diamonds. But we're yet to we're yet to see. Um, we're still trying to determine from our side whether these are real or not. Okay, Eshaba, do you want to come in here? You know, if when you hear uh, Oren uh, describing uh, the, the profile of the of the of the in inverted commas of the diamond diggers. Uh, and that and that a lot of them are unemployed young people. What what does that say about what's going on in our society today? But Mike, th- these are the young people um, who have been failed by by the system. Um, they they've been failed by by our education system, and 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 they will be failed by our government as a whole. I just uh, went through uh, some information about the demographics of Mnambiji. And 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 the official. Yeah, there's ladies me in ladies. Yes, Smith, yes, yeah. and 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 the and the 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 official um unemployment rate of the youth there it's 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 just almost fifty percent, and we know that the official one is not the the, the true reflection. Um, it could run to 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 sixty or seventy percent, and 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 the the, the numbers that uh, Aaron and 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 his colleague witnessed the uh, are the picture, the true reflection of the failure of our government to actually uh, improve the lives of the people, starting with our education system. Um, as you were saying, that those kids, some of those kids were there, are not supposed to be there. Some of them are supposed to be in university. Some some of them are supposed to be in school, but they've been failed by the system. And 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 for and for 
and now we're going to see government going there, addressing um, uh, those crowds. Um, I'm told they are being moved away from the quarry now. And then to determine whether uh, is this the real gold, we, we shouldn't be there. We should be offering those people um, opportunities. We should be, we should be, someone should be asking those people, why are you not at school? Why are you not uh, at work? What can we do to assist? And um, <clears throat> yeah, it's a pity that these things come up when they, 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 there's something that needs to happen. Uh, fortunately, this time is not a disaster, um, but these things come up whenever there is a, there is a disaster that's happening. Now we rush there, we want to bring solutions. Why, why, why were those, why are those people not at work? Why are they not at school? You know, and, and, and yeah, and this just highlighted that the failure of our government to come up with answers. And it's going to get worse, Bramite. Right? The 350 that was being provided uh for to to alleviate the 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 poverty that's been caused by the pandemic uh it, it's, it's it's been stopped and and there are attempts to to get more money but we know that they they there is no money um and that if you take from 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 if you want to revive that 350 you need to t- cut from somewhere you need to cut from health you need to cut from education and and yeah it it, it is really um a, a product of, of 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 the failures of our leadership uh, because those people from lady smith have been failed by the leadership the same leadership is going to go to them and try and address them now now that they found uh, some kind of hope that they think will take them out of poverty. It, it really a sad state, Mike. Mm-hmm. I, I thought it was it was interesting that in the same week that 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 we've got uh, the the diamond rush uh, in KZN in, in inverted commas, uh, Botswana announced that they have discovered what is probably the third biggest diamond uh, that's ever been discovered. But the interesting thing about it. Is that uh, the, the 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 mining there, the diamond mining there, is being done by Debsona with a joint venture between the government and 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 DBS. So it's, it's a very interesting model that they have versus the model we have in South Africa for mining. But like here we have uh, policy uncertainty. Um, it has been an, gro- an ongoing issue. It has been a concern for investors as well. Um, this policy uncertainty in, in, that we have in this country. Um, we know that uh, there is a strong push to nationalize mines, and there there is a, a bill in parliament to expropriate land uh, without compensation. And what does it mean for? For, for mining rights and, and, and mining companies. So we have a lot of, politi- of, of policy uncertainty around issues of mining, around issues of land. That really needs to be resolved as speedily as, as possible. And, and, and let's say that mine or whatever um, uh, quarry there in, in, in Ladysmith is, is the real diamond. There is really no, no, no certainty what should happen next. Um, will those people be asked to form a company, a mining company of their own? Will a state-owned company take over? Do we have a state-owned company? Does it exist? What is it done? You know those things, Bramike. So it it boils down to the issue of lack of leadership. Um, for 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 such a long time, we still have such uncertainty uh, around uh, the issue of mining and 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 and, and land rights. Yeah, yeah. Uh, or, 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 just, just lastly. So, so when, when the people 
are gathering there, you know, trying to dig for whatever it is that they believe it is. Who, who keeps order there? You know, are, 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 are the police there or, you know, or is it just a free for all? When we went uh, through on Tuesday, it was it was towards the, the afternoon, just before the sun set. And we saw a, a delegation of, of uh, SAPS members gathering with their caspers, um, I think trying to block off the road. So I think after the, the, the government delegation that had visited, they were trying to establish some sort of order. Um, when we went through to the hillside and we looked there, there was no order whatsoever. There were people singing, people, you know, very merry, um, guys drinking, um, had beer bottles in their hand. Um, and, you know, some people had set up gazebos. Uh, there were some vehicles from Johannesburg there. Um, and uh, we understand that a number of people from Johannesburg had, had driven down to actually buy some of these diamonds from the, from the local community. And I think what the sad thing, Abraham, Mike, why we still don't know if these are diamonds or not, if they turn out to be real diamonds, the community has actually been cut short because they're selling off these, these stones for, for dirt cheap, next to nothing, 100 rand, 200 rand, when they could be worth way more. And at the end of the day, they're going to be the ones that are going to be sold short. And um, the rich get rich and the poorer get poorer. That's just the way the way things happen, more so in our country than anywhere else in the world, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. So, Oren, you'll, you'll keep watching that story for us then. Uh, hopefully, Definitely. yeah, hopefully, it, it you know, it, it will not uh, end uh, with, with a lot of tears, you know, for people who thought that they had struck rich, that they were going to turn their lives around. And it turns out that uh, actually they are digging for, for, for darts, basically. Yes, definitely. Perfect. Thank you so much, uh, Brahmaik. Okay, uh, that brings us uh, to the end of this week's edition of uh, the Sunday Times Politics Weekly. And I'd like to thank uh, my guest, uh, Oren Singh, who's our reporter based in Durban, who's been watching the, the Diamond Rush story, uh, as we call it, uh, as well as uh, Smongawon Keshoba, who's the politics editor on the Sunday Times. And by the way, uh, you can catch our podcast on iono.fm, on Spotify, Google Podcast. Apple Podcast or wherever you prefer to get your podcasts. Until next time, stay safe, sanitize, wear the mask, and avoid crowded places. I'm Mike Siluma, signing off.